good morning, Better Health for Women and Men, and good morning to the Female Pastors Awards. How are you all doing this beautiful Monday morning? I'm combining two shows in one. So this is the reason why I said good morning to Better Health for Women and Men, and good morning to the Female Pastors Awards, because I am over the Female Pastors Awards, and they vote for my company. But anyway, how is everybody doing? How was your weekend? Praying that all is all is well and all was well. Today we're going to talk about mental health. And it, it, it needs to be talked about. It, seriously, it really needs to be talked about. And I've been seeing videos of people, you know, especially in the Christian arena. And they're telling people, look, it's no harm in getting help. I want to share something about my late mother. And I'm very open. I, I There's no secrets. I know how far to go with information. But just to kind of share some things with you. My mother was adopted because her mother, they had disagreements on religion. And so from what my mother said, she was put out. Well, my mother said that she told, you know, that the, the, the mother was going to take care of her daughter. And my mother said, okay, and I'll come back and get her. Well, within that period of time, there was a lot of foolishness that was going on. And you might say, well, what does this bring? Just listen, just hear me through, just hear me through. Well, my adopted family told my mother, went to her, went to them and told them, you know, hey, I got put out because of what I believe in. And they told her, they said, if you can eat what we can eat, you're more than welcome to live with us. Well, prior to that, my mother said, she said, I always try to do the best that I could. Each time that my mother tried to get my daughter, tried to get her daughter back, my sister back, it was always some some type of no, you can't have her and all this foolishness. That worked with my mother's mental status so much until when she, until two weeks after she died, she said, "I am sorry, I left them with my daughter." She couldn't go get no help because back in those days, you, 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 too much pride. Then she started falling down the, she started going down the rabbit hole. She had me. Well, there was some little skeletons in the closet on that little situation. 
and she tried to keep it from me until I moved to where this family was. And some beans got some beans got leaked out the can. And when I confronted my mother with the situation, she was so angry. She said they always they always want to look at other people, but they never want to look at themselves. So okay, and she didn't deny the situation. She really didn't. She really didn't. She didn't deny. It. Her and the 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 man both told me the same story. But once again, mental it worked on her. She had two sons who died stillborn in her. Once again, it worked on her. She had created this, this, this circle around her that the walls were so thick you couldn't even tap into it. It was like, Mama, what is what is wrong? She was never an affectionate person. She was never none of that. And it was like, Mommy, what's wrong? She was a pastor. She was a praying woman. All of that. But what happened was when she broke her hip and she got diagnosed with Parkinson. That is when the doctors determined that she was dealing with depression. And I used to tell her all the time. I said, Mommy, slow down. You're depressed. I ain't got time for no depression. I got things to do because she hit that wall. And it was like, oh my God. So when she got diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, they was talking about the depression. So she didn't know how to be affectionate. She was a beautiful woman. Oh my Lord, sister girl, that, that, that sister was something. A beautiful lady when she died. It was, and I sent a picture to my, my cousin. And when she died, she looked like she was asleep. And my cousin said, she do look like she's asleep. Beautiful skin. Even when the hospice came to see her, they said, she's got some beautiful skin. I said, she do. She was married to this man for like 20 years. And because the guy was so dirty and low down, he sat there. Him and his son had my mother to go to um, the courthouse. 
My stepfather owned close to 200 acres of land. Because my mother didn't really know what was going on, they had her to go and to sign a piece of paper. She thinking that she's put her name on the land just to find out that she was she was signing the land over to she was signing the her rights over and my stepbrother got all the land. If if the land would have been my mother's name, I would be a I would between my my stepbrothers, my stepbrothers' children, my step we would be a multimillionaire. But because of greed, my mother needed some stuff. And I looked my stepbrother up and they said that he died. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I put it, I put it, you know, in the, in the, um, the thing, I say, you don't think I have no remorse for you. You signed, you had my mother to sign this stuff. Thinking one thing. And it was something else. But you call yourself a Christian. I said, may you rot in hell. Right along with your father. All of this worked on her mental status. Then she shared stories with me on how her and this guy was going together. And she said that he would buy her things. And the people that, not my foster parent, not my foster grandmother, but the other people tell her, oh no, you don't need that, you don't need that. Put kind of pushed her back back all this working on a mental status I watched her I watched her and many times I would walk out the room crying and I would say my God If you would look at her, you wouldn't know that she was she was that she was dealing with all that. And I know a couple of days before, a couple of weeks before she died, she would talk about my sister, and I would shut her down. I would shut her down because I knew where it was going. They put my sister in a nursing home. And told the people that my mother and I was dead. When I offered to send money to my sister. Oh no, 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 no. The state has her. All of this. Even when I try to get my sister to come down. Oh no, 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 no. She can't come. This was a 57 year old woman. No, 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 no. She can't come. All of this mental stuff 
and I sit back and I watched. And then what really put the icing on the cake was there two ices on the cake. But when my mother, when my mother's so-called twin sister died, I don't, because I don't, there's a lot of stuff behind all this. And a family member wrote her. They wrote me. And said, this is the reason why you you in the shape that you in now. You call yourself a preacher. All of this garbage. And they really spoke evil on her. And it's like, wow. Wow. And my staff, I let them read the letter. And they said, no, keep this from mother. Destroy it. Mental. Mental, mental, mental. My mother had to live with all of this foolishness. When she died, I cried. But I said she's in peace. Because she could never express herself. She could never, you know, I'm grateful for my, my, my adopted family, but went through little changes with that situation. Mental. I didn't even know that I was adopted until my grandmother had died, and I seen it on the obituary. Mental. But everybody wants to cover stuff up. But people forget about people's feelings. I support mental health week or mental uh, health month, mental health month or whatever, because I know this is breast cancer month as well. I support it. My sister died in August of last year. I didn't even know that she died until a month later because the so-called family claimed that they couldn't find me, which is a lie because one of the cousins, they I'm friends with some of her friends. And so she tracked my ex-husband down. And I was I had just took my grandson to school. And my daughter kept blowing up my phone. I'm like, what are you doing? And she said, mommy, mommy, Aunt Linda died. Prior to that, I had a dream about her. And she had came to me in the dream. And she was saying how much that she loved me and my mother. So when they called me and told me what was going on, it, it did not surprise me. But when I got home, I broke down and I cried. This girl died with ovarian cancer in the nursing home. No one, no one got a hold to me. They claimed that they couldn't find me. But it was funny that they found me when she died a month later. Foolishness. 
these are the words that I told them. She's gone now. There's no ties of us. Please go about your way. And I meant what I said. Low down. My mother carried all of that on her. Because she had so much pride that she wouldn't get help. And then I put it in the little, in the little, in the little thing to my sister. I said, well, you and mama now are in heaven now. And you guys can be together. The so-called cousin of mine made a little comment. Oh, well, well she's in heaven with my with, uh, uh, mom and my mother. And I want to tell her so bad. You talk like a damn fool. Do you think that God is going to remove her out the way? And I don't even curse. And please forgive me. I don't even curse. Because I don't believe in Christians cursing, especially when they say that they're filled with the Holy Spirit. But this is the type of nonsense that people do, and they don't, they don't think that people do not have feelings. Let me share something with you. If you're dealing with depression, get your behind out there and seek some help. If you're dealing with depression, get some help. Your body cannot deal with things. This is why God put psychologists. This is why God put doctors. This is why God put therapists. This is why God put coaches. Where I'm a health coach, a professor. Get some help. I'm so grateful for my, my foster family. I love them so much, although I don't communicate with them that much. One, a couple of my cousins, we, all, we, we on Facebook and we always talking. I am so grateful for my mother and what she did. Because if my mother wouldn't have did what she did, I'd probably be in the same predicament. My sister was 60-some years old, ovarian cancer, never been touched by a man, never had no children. Because they so-called sheltered her. But in actuality, they destroyed her. Because in doing research, a lot of times in doing research, and you guys can look this stuff up, a lot of times when a person gets ovarian cancer, it's two ways. You can get ovarian cancer through too much sex, and you can get ovarian cancer not having sex. I don't know how that, I don't know how that goes, but I looked it up, and I'm like, what in the world? Take the challenge. Do it for yourself. 
if you don't do it for nobody else, do it for yourself. Get yourself checked out. Don't be sitting around with this, this stuff on the inside of you. Because the only thing what it's doing is, is, is destroying you. I'm very real. I have no shame to my game. When I tell you, and I meant what I said, I care less for that family. I don't care blood or no blood. I care less for them because of the shenanigans that went down. You're going to sit there. Oh, I know, I, I know, I know she's in heaven with uh, mom and my mama. What do you think about her mother? And I said, forget it. This is the type of mess that goes on from these families. If you have to separate, my mother separated herself for 10 years. And she took me, she said, I pulled away for 10 years. And the only reason why she went back was because of my grandmother. She didn't want to. She didn't want to be. She didn't want to have nothing to do with them. But she went back because of my grandmother. And my grandmother told her, "You got your daughter. Go check on her." If it wasn't for that, she wouldn't have cared. Because they took something from her. It was not love. It was pure selfishness. Now the girl didn't have a quality of life. I'm so grateful my mother had sense enough to pull me from up under the mess. I'm so grateful. So what I'm saying to you guys is this. Depression is no joke. If your mother is still living and it seems like she's dealing with depression, please get her to a doctor. If you are dealing with depression because of what family has done to you, take my advice. Get you some help and pull away. Because it's tearing you down. You can't function. I did my mother's eulogy. It was just me and my family. We really didn't say much about her dying. Because if you wasn't there for her while she was alive, why are you going to come to her funeral just to see how she looked? No. No. Keep your butts right where you at. No. I did her eulogy. She's at rest. Stop letting people control you. Stop letting people dangle you like a, a, a shoestring. 
If your family is toxic, move away. Give them five years. My mother gave them ten years. Move away. Because remember this, there are three sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. I went through depression. I lost everything. I was in the nursing field. I lost everything. Mental health is not a joke. I used to work in the nursing field, like I said, and I got injured. And when I got injured, that destroyed my life because at the time I was married, we were, t we were looking to buy a home. We were, rent we were renting a home just to find out that the landlord was not paying his mortgage. And they foreclosed on the home. And it was like, what in the world? If you ever move to Florida, make sure, make sure, because Florida is good for this foolishness. They're good for it. Landlords renting homes, and you thinking that the mortgage is being paid for through the rent. And next thing you know, you got the sheriff knocking on your door or the bank knocking on your door telling you this home is up for foreclosure. We went through this stuff three to four times. We lived in a home where the home was, we, were, we, we loved the home so much, we were willing to buy the home. The home got sold from right up under us. This is Florida. They're trying to pass the law now to put a stop to this. But when I got injured, I lost everything. Fooling with Social Security. They're saying, you know, oh, you can work, you can work. It took me 20 years to get my disability. I'm not ashamed to tell you guys this. We're talking about mental health. It took me 20 years. Because the state of Florida did not want to vouch for it. Oh, she can work. Go, go out there. I never forget one judge. Oh, I was so glad that judge got removed. I, I never forget. I, I went and she took everything that I said and turned against me. Because at the time, my mother was sick. I was there for my mother. And I never forget, they feel, Social Security feel like, well, if you can bathe a person, you can work. And what saved me? Because this last judge, 
I'll, 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 she knew I was on her behind. What saved me was that I was in a car wreck. And because of that car accident, the doctors of Social Security told them, I never forget what, the, what they told the judge. They said her back is deteriorating. The spinal cord is deteriorating. And she said, she, they said, and, and she, the judge asked and said, but what, did it get worse after the wreck? You know, after, and they said, yes. The accident made this even more worse. She had no alternative. She had no, she had no alternative but to pass me. But now I got it. And it's like, I'm very grateful for what I got. But it's like, it's not enough. Rent has jumped up so high. I live in an eight hundred dollar apartment. That thing gonna be jumped. It's gonna go up to sixteen hundred in January. All of this. It's a wonder I'm not depressed. So this is the reason why I said, okay, you know what? I'm creating me a side hustle. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. So that I can get off the disability. So that I can. I just need the spinal cord to heal. I have no problems in working. But I just need the spinal cord to, to, to heal. And that's all, that's all I wanted to do when I, in 1994. I got injured in 1994. This, what year is this? 2022. 20-some years. I battle with depression. I did things that I am ashamed that I ever did. They kept me on medication because of my back, I was not even well enough to watch my children grow up. My mother, I would sleep in, day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. Dealing with depression. There were times that I wanted to commit suicide. I felt like a failure to my children. My last born went through a lot of the stuff with me. Because when a, a child is in you, they feel your pain. They feel all of that. And I was able to break through when I went to counseling. I was able to break through. This month, Mental Health and Breast Cancer Month, 
I am challenging you to go and seek help. When you do it, it's the best thing that you'll ever do. Go and seek help. Social Security made me feel so bad. This this lady, you know, she told me, she, "Well, you getting your, you getting out, you getting, you getting that money? What are you talking about? I earned this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? They make you feel like nothing." And I would tell this to anybody. If you're disabled, I'm permanently disabled. No, I'm not in a wheelchair, but when that spinal cord is messed up, that, yeah. I challenge you to please, if you ever get on disability, Stay on it for at least about two to three years and then get off because you should be able to heal by then. Mental or physically, get off because they will make you feel like dirt. And you might say, well, how did you get hurt? I'm not ashamed to tell you all I got hurt saving a resident's life. It was between her falling or me falling. And I saved her life while the nurses were out on the patio smoking. I saved her life. Because if she would have fell, she would have busted her, her head wide open. So once again... It was it, it 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 was between me or her. Not knowing that my life was gonna be messed up. So please seek help. Don't play with this. Seek help. Well, listen, thank you for listening to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, Professor M. Lady Michelle. I love you guys. And remain blessed, but seek help. All right, I love you guys.